Jason, if you're struggling with uh, grief, relationships, stress, which I don't think you have any of that, uh, or you're having trouble sleeping or meeting your low, low goals, online therapy could be for you. Uh, BetterHelp is secure online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own accredited therapist, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. There's no waiting room. The service is available worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime to message your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists. If needed, we've all been there, haven't we? It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available in your area. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. How Long Gone is sponsored by BetterHelp and our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash how long. How long gone? Let me show you the way to San Francisco. San Francisco. We're we're looking out at this fucking dump, but from 19 floors up at the Fairmont Hotel, mm-hmm. it looks pretty nice. It does look nice. San Francisco, good from afar, but far from good, as they say. And uh, and you know the destruction of the middle class continues alive and well here in San Francisco. Well, look, man. You know, you the went only to- people that live here are people who have like eighteen million dollars, or you just you live in a, a refrigerator box. That's the only two kind of <laughs> no, people no, that can live it's in. No, it's absolutely Africa. crazy. Luckily, I went straight from SFO, which does have incredible dining options. I have to say, oh yeah, um, the SF- I went straight from better SF- than the city of San Francisco. Yeah, for sure. went, went straight from SFO to the Fairmont and haven't left. So, and I'm only leaving to go to the venue. Um, so hopefully going to see as little of the city as possible. I'm trying to sample as little of this city as possible. Well, look, Tia, we've all been, we've been here many, we've been here enough. Like you and I have both been here many times. I've been to San Francisco so many times and that's why it's so sad to see it crumble from what it once was. Well, I mean, I know that you think of this place as a mythic haven for the art of graffiti and There's nothing mythic about it. I have the documentation, bro. And I think I got of it, the proof on my fucking hard drives, bro. Sick ass flicks. I think of it as a, I guess it's just a dump with skateboarding and Operation Ivy. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. Yeah, man. I don't. I mean, I've talked about it way too much. I don't even have anything new to say about it. It's well, just look, depressing. we're. Com- I think the real problem is we're coming off a high of last night's uh, sold out. We were high off of being in Los Angeles. Yeah, we we're high off Los Angeles, a sold out crowd last night at the, uh, at the lodge room in, um, Highland park, a neighborhood that I maintained my hatred for, but last night I gave it a pass. It, it moved a couple clicks up on the okay scale for me. I mean, look, that venue was fucking nice. Like that place was beautiful. Former Masonic temple. Uh, and I think lodge. that's why, I think that's why the show went so well is because there was some spooky vibes in there you know what i mean <laughs> i don't even some, i still don't spooky vibes well i just still don't know what masons are or do oh i'm glad you asked but that, my grandfather was a mason i don't doubt it did oh, i not don't i get asked. blessed did we talk about this before don't i get blessed in 
No, I think everyone's grandfather was a Mason. Do I have to kill someone? No, 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 no. No, I think to when like your grandfather and many other normal grandfathers, you know, middle class, working, working class, blue collar whites, they're they're just like entry level. Like you, you get to say that you're in the Freemasons, but you're not like. But what do you? What is it? Is it just like a men's club where they they play cards, or is there some devious shit? It's going pretty on? much a men's club. It's yeah, it's sort of like a an order or or, or a fraternity. But I mean, it was literally formed as like a union of literal masons, like people who built stuff. Oh, I'm out. And then, and then it turned into sort of like a you know some sort of secret society, a Jay Z thing. thing, exactly. And that's why I'm confused about it. But it, I don't think it's. I feel like if it's a real secret society that has true like underhanded powers mm-hmm. at, at in play, it wouldn't be open to everyone, you know. I think the main bulk of it is just you get a sticker on the back of your car and then, you know, if a cop is behind you and he's also a Freemason, he'll look at you and let you keep going. Like when you get the, I'm, I'm, my brother's cousin is a fireman sticker on the back of your car. (laughs) So I donated, I donated to the fraternal order of police this year. You don't know how much, but I did donate and I did get this sticker. I guess maybe the fraternal order of police. (laughs) They still, they call me all the time. Do they? The police union. You just pick up and say, fuck 12. A <laughs> cab. They called me like three years ago and they're like, you know, will you donate? And I was like, uh, okay. And then that was it. I never donated it. I was just, uh, they're like, like we-, well, we take credit cards over the phone. You're like, oh, I don't have a credit card. I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> they this was mailed like a- something to my house. They're like, is it okay if we mail something to your house? And I, for some reason, he just wouldn't give up. So I just said, okay, fine. And then, they call me like once a month. That's how I became a Jehovah's Witness. Actually, they just kept they kept coming to the door. And I was like, "Look, okay, fine, I'm in." Jo- there's a Jehovah's Witness place close to my house in Glendale, and they they will mail me handwritten letters. Uh, and it's just like, and I Google the address that it's from, and it's there's a a place right around the corner. That's nice, though. Handwritten is nice. I've never I've never opened it up, but it's like letters saying like you're gonna go to hell. Unless you join this, but I, I th- looked at uh, when I googled the address. <laughs> you are going to go to hell. That's a separate conversation. We we don't need to get into that now. Yeah, yeah, hell is good. I'm going to go there. <laughs> but I googled it, and there was a. It had a one one star Yelp review on this Jehovah's Witness office building, and the reviews are just like, "Fuck these motherfuckers! Don't stop knocking on my house." One star on Yelp. They don't. They don't keep up the yard very nice. It's kind of a. It's kind of a problem in our neighborhood. The curb appeal is. Curfew is literally zero, but yeah, I'm sorry. Last night, we, we got off track. Last night was great. My bad. Thank you to longtime friend of the show. It was really good. Really good show. Ryan O'Connell this, and you know. uh, new friend and former guest, Whitmer Thomas. Go check him out on HBO. Special's great. Ryan is in the new season of Queer as Folk, which they're filming soon. And uh, he's got a book coming out, and he's wearing tank tops all the time because he just can't help himself. What kind of tank tops? Oh, I'm sorry. That was... <laughs> It's a partner appreciator style tank top. That's right. That's right. But he he doesn't have a normal one. He probably has a designer one. I'm assuming his looks like a mixture of if like acne did the fifty cent tank top. That's exactly what I. Was you thinking. know what I mean? It's like a it's like three hundred dollars instead of thirty, but <laughs> it is nice. I mean, it looks good. I can't you know, dude. That's a good idea. To yeah. to like create into actual fruition. Not, you know what brought me a lot of joy last night was sitting 
in in the room and watching Kenny Beats and Ryan O'Connell have conversation. <laughs> and Ryan's like, "Wait, are those Carhartt pants?" And Kenny's like, "Yeah, bro." And then and, and Ryan's yes, bro, like, "I'm wearing Carhartt pants." And, yeah, and Ryan was just like, "Oh, mine are the gay version." <laughs> and Kenny's like, "Yeah, bro, yours are skinny and mine are baggy." Exactly. It was. I'm just like, "Damn, this is this is how gays and straights cross the aisle and become <laughs> friends with each other." I have. I have bigger pants than you. <laughs> Mine are littler. Yes. Cool. But we could still we could still be the homies. Yeah, we could still we be the homies. Still be and the, I have to say, because we haven't talked about we haven't talked about Seattle, but because um, we this is the this is the most intense run of, of shows. This end run, it's Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, three days in a row. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit, you know. But Seattle was also amazing. But I had to say, I got a little I got a little misty with Enumclaw the band that played mm-hmm. i just feel like hanging out with you hang out with these young guys and they've you really like being around the young fertile guys well they got a zest for life and they're like nothing matters tight, except tight bodies yeah nothing gravity ma- hasn't taken its toll just quite yet exactly like it's just it's just like you know they have they have nothing but life in front of them and all they care about is like rosy cherub like cheeks making records and like probably trying to bang chicks and like get fucked up and it's just it's a freeing barely getting some pubic hair going yeah Mm -hmm. Uh it's hot yeah it's it's good to be around those young people that keep us young and you know we could we could teach them and they could sometimes teach us is Mm -hmm. that is that weird they also did an oasis cover which is yeah but it's it's just good to be around i mean you know as you as you get old you kind of have to you know, keep young people around in your life just so you know about the cool way to talk. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to know about like which things you can't do anymore. Like, hey, we're not really doing these emojis anymore. Hey, bro, we're not animating gifs anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> if if, if Enumclaw told Jason animated gifs were over, you'd have a void in your life. Well, that's the other problem, you know, because people will be like, hey. You know, we don't do this emoji anymore. Like that's for that's for boomers or or zoomers or Gen Xers or Gen Zers or we don't do this anymore. And then you're like, is it? Am I doing this earnestly or in irony? And you don't know. I know. I also don't know. But you know, it, it, and I think as you get older, you're you're kind of always afraid of like. You know, oh my God, am I? Is one day I'm going to wake up and I'm not? I'm not going to like know what's cool anymore. I think that's. I mean, that will never happen to me, but that's natural selection. I think that's that is. I think some people embrace that and they're like, I'm just old now, old head now. But mm-hmm. what I learned from Enum Claw was, um, the good homie. <laughs> I didn't learn that. Well, you are, big you homie. Knew that. Well, I'm saying big homie is a normal one. Big bro is a normal one. Mm-hmm. The good homie I've never heard before. This is the good homie. Yeah, and I and I thought you and I both were like, oh, does that mean this guy's like the drug dealer? Sure. And it was literally like, nah, he's just like the nicest guy in the group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's the good homie. Yeah, because before, <laughs> I guess in our generation, whoever the nicest guy is sort of becomes the punching bag. Like, yeah. you're the one who has to like drive. Mm-hmm. You're a pussy. When we're all fucked up, you know, you're the one who are, we were all going to sort of walk all over and take advantage of a little bit. Only simply because you will let it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. But now people are so woke and they're so healthy mentally that they congratulate this kind vulnerable soul by crowning him the good homie (laughs) who do we have i don't know if we have a good homie am i i'm not the good homie hell no 
You're a dick. <laughs> yeah, who do we have that is the nice? You know, I, everyone I know is. Uh, who's the nicest well, person I, think the, I know? I think the I think the good what homie. A fun question. I think the good homie might only exist in these younger circles because they're not. Life hasn't ravaged them yet. They have a they have a sunny disposition and a positive outlook because nothing bad has happened. They haven't they haven't had a peek into the into the boiler room of what we call the human existence. No, they haven't been on a united flight from Burbank to San Francisco. You know, <laughs> they've never done that before. They're like, hey, have you seen how the sausage is made? And and they're like, I didn't even know that it got made. I thought it just appeared delicious. In I my thought mouth. I just went to McCall's and bought it. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, Belcampo's closing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so now I, but even you know when you're that young you can you, you know but at, at a certain point can you be the good homie until you die can you go can you so make it to a hundred years old and, without and be the good home like do you with, have to live some type of weird monk life, existence? monk life well you mean like if when you're when somebody's speaking at your funeral, they're like, "Here lies the good homie," because you've made it all. Here the way. lies the good homie. He never, you know, he, he was never bittered by life's ills. I mean, maybe, maybe it's possible. Who's who's this? Who do you think? Let's let's shift it to celebrities. Maybe try to find the universal good homie. Mm-hmm. Did do people think like Stanley Tucci's the good homie? That's the thing is because the good homie it it's an it's it's an aura about somebody yeah. it's a, it's a trait that you can't explain it's more of a feeling and an essence that somebody has so for me I've famously been on record to say that Tucci sinister aura one hundred percent sinister aura yeah. if he's not he he's so closeted that he has moved into. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I like to cut humans up and he, no chop he's going to die like Bourdain. No, no, I think he's going to die like Epstein. He's going to... Oh, you think he's that dark? Yeah, I think he's going to finally get caught for the string of murders that he's been doing they, for they decades. Just, like, they just trace the trail of Aperol Spritz until they find the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I've left a trail of fresh cracked pepper. I just... I've never... I don't know why, as a society, we're so transfixed when celebrities like cooking. It's not inter- like it's not interesting. A lot of people like cooking. Mm, well, I think it's because well, actually, well, I was listening to the radio or, or something this morning, and they were interviewing like Nick Lachey and his Vanessa chick, Lachey. Vanessa, yeah, and they they have a podcast. Great. <laughs> and they were talking. Is it about on the it. Cadence Thirteen it's, Network? It's, it, basically, they're like, we both love the Disney Channel, or they they both love Disney and Bravo. So they decided to make a podcast where they talk about Disney and Bravo. Like every week, the the subject matter flip flops back and forth, Fuck. and it's sort of and and the, when they're interviewing it, it's it's just like we need to have a celebrity. We need to have Selena Gomez be like, I don't know, call me weird or random, but I made a grilled cheese yesterday. I'm I'm a cooker in the kitchen, you know. So everyone can be like, oh, I, me have kitchen in my house too me eat grilled cheese i'm like selena gomez like without selena gomez. all the money or talent and so now these people are like like nick lachey is like i don't know i mean I'm, I'm, i guess i'll be honest i'll tell you something weird about me i guess i like D- D- disney cartoons i don't <laughs> no. well you you like disney too 
the most popular media conglomerate in the history of human existence. That's random. Well, I mean, the the part that bothers me the most about that is that they probably have done, I don't know, a quarter of the episodes we've done and made, I don't know, 15 <laughs> to 20 times the money. Yeah, that's the problem. Can you imagine? Can they you they imagine? get like national iHeartRadio ad spots and all that. Bro, the, that, the thought of an executive being like, all right, so in the, in the podcast A&R meeting being like, <laughs> what do you have? All right, so Nick Lachey, the guy that wore the big diamond earrings from, uh, and he, he he called Jessica Simpson stupid. He likes Disney, right? And his wife, she was on Dancing with the Stars. She's kind of like a poor man's Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. She likes Bravo. Mm-hmm. They're gonna talk about it every week, and they're like, "Whoa, that's weird," because I have a, I think I read somewhere that Chrissy Teigen also likes Bravo. <laughs> they're like, "No fucking way." We get. Do you think Teigen would come on? Yeah, because sometimes it's weird, like. I grew up watching Disney, and now that I started a family with my with my best friend, <laughs> now that my best friend and I have little little nicks of our own, we get to watch Disney again with them because they like the Disney. It's like I'm seeing it through a whole new set of eyes, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever looked like? And we I'd- could do a whole episode just about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is. I, I we joke about Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is a very competent TV host in the way that like Mario Lopez is. Mister Mario Lopez. Like they're just good at it because they're just like because that's all they. You dumb. got Sugar Ray. You got Mario. Who like, else got Charles Barkley? Got the sauce. They got air between the ears. They're a little beefy. Uh-huh. You know, they're not too skinny. They're not too good looking. But though, the, because all those guys, they're all the same type of guy. Yeah. And their existence is, I. Did a deal with the devil, and he let me be a rich, famous person who is good looking and you know maintains a muscular build despite my weight loss that slowly creeps in as I get older. In exchange for that, I have to host taxi cab TV shows <laughs> and hotel Hollywood extra shows up until the very last week of my life. Yeah. Like I will have eighty million dollars in my business checking account, and I'm still going to have to be like. We have the new Jumanji 2 is going to be in theaters this Thursday. Man, I mean, look, I can't say I wouldn't do it. I can't say I wouldn't host E.T. It's a hellish existence because those guys, like Mario Lopez wakes up at 5 no, no, in the morning, see, that's, 3 that's, in the morning that's what every I was gonna day. That's say. They don't do morning. That's the thing. They're not on. They do E.T. and shit. That's at night. That comes on at 7 I think they just always have to, like every day they wake up and it's like Monday through Friday, yeah. 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's just like, all right, this hotel in the Bahamas needs you to talk about how they just remodeled their their foyer area. And he's like, okay. We got 50 racks for you. And then we'll go. Then we have 45 minutes of gym time. No, they do more than that. They look good. Yeah, they do look good. But I think these guys, I think. But the, what about the Sugar Ray guy? He, he looks. He's got the juice too. He looks like a rocker that's had too much work done, but that's fine. But I've heard interviews with him, and he's kind of like cool and in on it, and he's sort of like yeah, he knows. Well, that's he makes he fun was, of himself. He's but, like, I, you know, like I think I'm, I still act like I'm 20 years old, even though I'm clearly 53. That's because he, that's because he was in a band, not and you know what I mean. Like Nick Lachey was in a boy band that doesn't count. Like Sugar Ray was like a real band. Saved by the Bell was kind of like a band. I mean, they had a band. That's a good point. We need to talk about some news, though. We got news. Yeah. So. I guess what else? I mean, yeah. Thank you to everyone. No, in not Seattle. not our news. I know, I know. Thank you to everyone in Seattle. It was a really amazing show, despite it not being as large as some of the bigger cities. 
unmatched energy. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's as good as it gets. Unfortunately, it's not as good as LA or New York because it's the same grid energy, but just like yeah. You know, and I was surprised because I I was always in the impression that everybody's on like heroin or whatever. So for the fact that they like moved around and laughed and stuff mm-hmm. was cool. You know, I guess it was more of an IPA night for these guys. <laughs> it was cool. It, it was yeah. I mean, that Seattle was just a great vibe. No, it was a great vibe. I agree. I, I loved everything about it. Um, yeah, and shout out to Enum Clog. I'll give them a listen. Uh, but mm-hmm. I we need to talk about Astro World. It's lit. Um, <laughs> but it's, I just, I read about it all day today. Drake, Drake, Travis Scott, and Live Nation are being sued already. Uh huh. By who? Unclear. I think it's like, not class action, but I'm sure it's like the families. Mm-hmm. But basically, I mean, I think it's extra that's wild. Quick. Huh? That's, that's very, of course it's quick because people want fucking money. But, well, I mean, Saturday and Sunday. Those are, I mean, lawyers work when there's money involved. That's kind of their thing. Yeah. They only work if you get paid. You know, because I only know about like the business days when it comes to my like FedEx shipping. I'm like, bro, this is gonna be here in three days. I'm like, yeah, but two of those are Saturday and Sunday. You know, yeah, that's kind of where my head's at not, right now. You're not really a working man, so but uh, the, I'm a retail whore. So I always do online shopping. All these guys, all these people die. Eight people die, and they're 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 young. But I just don't know if we hundreds can, maimed. I don't know if we can blame Travis Scott. I think you could partially blame Travis Scott. The fact that people think he's aware of what's going on when he's on stage in front of 50,000 people, to me, is a bit of a stretch. He He's he's as aware as anyone can be looking out at a sea of people that is so large that you it goes to the horizon line. Like, you yeah. physically can't see the end of how many people it is. So, like, of course, you're not going to be able to do all that and, you know... Do like, a, sure, a, a he could have he could have done more... But like to me, this is an issue with like the the organizer of the co- like it's like a staffing thing. Like when when the medical people don't know how to do CPR, that's not Travis Scott's fault. <laughs> like you know what I mean? That's just not his yeah. fault. No, actually, it reminded me because I was watching that um that, well, the the doc. The, no, no, no. It was like the the remake uh of like the Boston Bomber. Wait, oh. not the Boston. Is it the Boston Bomber? I don't remember what it was. The guy that was in I, Tonya that played the the doofus guy. Oh, that's Atlanta. That's the Olympic bomb. No, the Olymp- Yeah, the Atlanta yeah. one. And it's a, such a very similar, exactly like what it described um, with with Astro World. Like one guy was like, "Hey, this is there's a bomb here," and he's like yelling at everybody, like, "Let's go!" And it's just a crowd full of people watching a band play. Like, all right, guy, you're crazy, and like sneaks up into the control room. There's a guy filming it. The sound guys. He's like. Get the Obama is about to blow up. You're gonna die, and they're like, "Get out of here, man!" And that's when Drake and <laughs> Drake comes out. And they do sicko mode together. <laughs> I mean, but like, true. Like, if I'm just sitting, you know, in a control room and I'm getting paid all this money to do this thing, and I'm gonna, you know, and some crazy guy runs up and says, "Hey, we got to get out of here. People are dying. Are you gonna stop the show?" Uh, well, people, people are just like, "Oh, it's money, it's money," and I'm like. Guys, I don't think Travis Scott's worried about the money. I think Live Nation is worried about the money. I don't. I mean, I don't. At that point, it's not money. Like Live Nation has so much money. That, well, like, I just think it's. I, I just think that the the other thing, my favorite thing, is is the is the the rumor where it's like, yeah, there's a guy running around just poking people with a needle. That could help. That could. That be is a, a lot. That is a fucking old. That's like the. How do the, you know? Because it's fake. That's not real. How do you know though? Because that is like a literal old wives' tale that they say <laughs> to like that like that's not also so what that's was, like so it's like the equivalent of reading complex news and it's like 
reports are are being that, that we found some apples with razor blades. Yeah, it's at literally Astroworld. it's literally apples with razor blades. It's like mm-hmm. guys. You, you're, so you're telling me someone is going to waste drugs they paid for to put it in pe- for what what reason? I mean, that's just like that's like biological terrorism. I think that happens. Do you think anybody that goes to Astro World is smart enough to even know what biological terrorism is? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, if you if you are, you know, hypothetically speaking, there was a person, a guy who did it. I guess a they, but you know, it's probably going to be a fella. This is no. You know, what this is more. But equivalent- you're going to be like, okay, I I have one goal. That is to, I guess, kill as many people as I can in a public event. I'm gonna sneak in my syringe full of poison. No, there's and no just start there's, poking people. There's no way that happened. That's like that's like people, I mean, there is a way that, that, that that's has like, happened. That's like people already. getting AIDS even the AIDS, from sticking their finger in a in a <laughs> yeah. the, the change return of a payphone. There's a needle in there. I, I forgot about that. No one that never <laughs> happened. That is not real. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you know what happened? There was a lot you of think fucking it's a psyop. There's a bunch of dumbasses. There are too many dumbasses at a poorly run festival, and mm-hmm. nobody did enough, like at every stage. Well, here, here's what I think. I, I think something like this was inevitably going to happen. True, true. And there really is nothing that you could really, truly do about this. Like to control fifty thousand blacked out nineteen year olds. Younger. That's the other thing. Younger. Yeah. Well, someone it was like a ten year old person. Fourteen. Who had to go to like, the like. I just think there's a little. So, like, what do you, like, literally. What are you going to do? You have to have, okay, if there's 50,000 people, they're, they're young, dumb, and full of cum. They're on every drug. They're on 20 white claws. Yeah. They're, you know, they're just so gnarly. If you have 50,000 of them, you just, it's just like. The like, numbers game. It's like, it's like pigs it? in a pen. Yeah. You have to literally have, I don't know, 3,000 armed militia policing them or, or else. You're going to have a situation that's out of control. Exactly. If Trump was in office, this wouldn't have happened because there would have been military on site, (laughs) and that would have that would have kind of fixed this. I think the sad part is society and humans have just gotten so shitty over the years that we just can't have festivals anymore, music festivals anymore. No, I mean it's it's of of this scale. It's all bad and very sad. My favorite my favorite thing that's happened though is I'm seeing like white like liberal arts college twitter being like this is actually not what moshing is about if you look at the moshing wikipedia we help each other up I'm like you dorks have never been in a fucking mosh pit this is this is this like, is far beyond uh yeah we're not mosh we pit politics we don't need to we please don't intellectualize mosh pits and how it should work <laughs> Like so, I you you think I don't think Travis Scott studied the mosh pit book before he started his career. Yeah, and it, and it this isn't a mosh pit. This is a mob of people. No, I mean this this is this is a, a quicksand of yeah. of human flesh. There's no like uh, I, I read that same tweet and like seeing that juxtapose juxtapose next to tweets of just like I was standing on uh just there was no floor. There's no yeah. ground or asphalt anymore. And you're not just standing on bodies; you're standing on bodies on top of bodies. There's yeah. two. There's two layers of human bodies that you're standing on, and you can't move your arms up or down. Like if your arms are at your sides, they're staying at the sides. They're staying at the sides. If your arms, hands are in the air, your hands are just in the air. And this is it's not. That's not a mosh pit. We've been in a lot of mosh. Pits. And there's just like human sinkholes that you just. You're, no, it's wild. The power of fifty thousand. It's like being in the ocean. You just toss around like a rag doll. You have. There's nothing you can do. And it's not the same as like, oh, like that 
that guy just got pushed on the ground. Let's make sure we go pick yeah, him up. Yeah, this isn't used today at CBGB's in 1988. <laughs> like, this is like 50,000 people on drugs. And also, I just don't know. It's getting to the point, though, the way they're talking about it is a little bit like blaming school shooting on video games. You know what I mean? And blaming, like, Oh, like Tipper Gore, like rap music lyrics. It's mm-hmm. like a little mm-hmm. bit like like Travis Scott saying it's lit and screaming to get lit is like, I mean, <laughs> it, I just I, I guess at a certain point it's like, is there any personal responsibility? Like I don't if you're if you're for y- Travis Scott, no, for the people that are fan, like people that go to this stuff. If you're if you're over the age of eighteen and you have a brain, mm-hmm. like not in this case obviously because this is like beyond that but like mm-hmm. i just mean in general is it like are we that stupid that if travis scott says jump off a fucking bridge we're gonna do it because it's lit and he gave me a hard seltzer oh for sure that's that's the problem like that's the real issue yeah i mean that that is the real issue i mean but that i i, I think that this the whole situation sort of ha- it happened like 30 seconds into his set like he didn't really even like he it, it didn't get to a, like it wasn't a thing where like everything was going nice and smooth and normal and then traffic I think it was, was like, off rip everybody's you know like yeah. it was like that's like the like the Woodstock 99 yeah. version of it where like it's a it's a powder keg ready to blow and then Fred Durst plays it's just one of those days I want to fucking everybody sucks <laughs> I want to rip somebody's head off oh give me something to break and then you just start overturning cop cars and and then you're like okay that is a thing that happened because a guy told you to do something yes and this is more of just like oh travis scott's about to play fifty thousand feral pigs go running and i think he could have look i think travis scott could have done more absolutely no question but i don't think you can blame him the way people are blaming him but live nation to most people is like a faceless corporation and travis scott is like a celebrity that you can place Mm -hmm. blame on so but uh it's tough, man. I, but I really, I really think that the future of festivals is going to be severely altered. No, no massive stagecoach isn't going to change. Thank God. <laughs> stagecoach, <laughs> it'll be like, you know, we'll 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 police it ourselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, we don't need outside help. We know. Look, we aren't moshing. We got hell's. We'll get the hell's angels to. Come we don't in here. use fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean i do think that that the i I don't know i i guess it's just like it's it's just been a very interesting the way that it's like obviously just like a sad story that's like kind of tragic and the the way that we're just so it's like ravenous trying to blame someone Mm -hmm. and like care what kylie jenner thinks about it it's like guys people died and there's all these reasons that are clear mm-hmm. it's not travis scott's fault it's not drake's fault it's not it's it's, it's everybody's fault it's the mm-hmm. commu- it's the there's it's just it's a bad thing that happened and and when when millions of people see a bad thing that happened and there's no there, there's no way to compartmentalize and be like this thing happened yeah this is the reason why and now that person is in jail and now we can stop thinking about it. Like we got, it we got justice. There's not going to be any more Travis Scott Jordans. Finally, <laughs> but the, the the problem is that now festivals are you know a large gathering of 19 year olds getting turned up is just a thing that we can't really do anymore. And which is is I mean I I guess that that is all that festivals have ever been. But I think that this is that. But and that's I think what we're saying is there's more of like a societal change in like behavior almost yeah, yeah. like i've been to i mean 
I would go to things when I was in high school that were like one day festivals where it's like Rage Against the Machine and Wu Tang Clan and shit, and it's like mellow. Yeah, I mean, you know, people since the dawn of time and human beings have always just thought that the the future generations before you are dumber than your generation. Sure, and that's just how it is. And as time progresses, it gets it seems to be getting dumber and dumber. So now, you know, these 50,000, 19-year-olds on cacti are like, they're just like animals. They're yeah. just like, they're, I was reading they're, that. They're, they have no human compassion. They have, I mean, obviously, I'm stereotyping. No, the only thing they got people. compassion for is, you know, if there's a sale at Union. That's, that's all. That's all. They, <laughs> no, this, this, is, this is a little more low down market. Well, they, but... Sure, of course. No, no, I know it's down market. This, this I, is this is like uh, the journeys in in it's Lubbock, just, Texas. It's, it's just interesting because Travis Scott was kind of untouchable. Like no, like he makes pretty bad music. He's got like three good songs. He's very, very famous. He's got a baby with a Kardashian, and he was kind of he had never had any issues publicly, like any negativity really. No, I mean people thought he was a Satanist, but he that was. I mean, well, that's I just, all the people yesterday. I was reading the comments because he made a statement, you know, like, he didn't write this. I'm like, he can't read or write. Of course, he <laughs> didn't write this. Like people are just it's so insane that people think celebrities do anything for themselves. Like that's not like that. Well, that's it's not that insane because that's what we want. That's what we're led to believe. Sure, but the thought, the think, the thought of Travis Scott sitting down on his his fucking gaming PC, his Alienware <laughs> gaming PC, and typing out an apology for people dying is so unfathomable in the scheme of things mm-hmm. that to even pretend to believe that is so stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't read the statement. Though. Well, I guess, I mean, what it comes down to is, I guess we we were going to announce say that we were going to be opening Astro World twenty twenty two, but I guess, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Well. Even though you know we're we're doing these live shows now, I'm I'm I was thinking earlier today, like I feel like this could be integrated nicely onto a music festival or, or a festival in general. You know, I I think that too. I mean, sometimes you know, Complex Con, something like that. The fact that I'm missing Complex Con yet again, <laughs> yet again. It's funny how it works out. I've literally never been in L.A. for Complex Con, and there's no one that should go more than me. <laughs> We miss Playboy Caddy. I've been I've been to many a complex con. I know you're a member of the you're you're kind of on the hundreds flow team. You eat at John and Vinny's like you're that kind of guy. <laughs> you know you listen to hip hop while you cook too. Yeah, I'm missing out on getting three feet high and rising is what I listen to when I'm making my dough. You know what I'm saying? I missed out on uh, some type of kimchi pizza or some <laughs> kimchi quesadilla. <laughs> uh, Chinatown Market. Chinatown Market is doing hot fudge Sundays. <laughs> bro, the Chinatown Market carrots banana bread was fucking crazy, bro. Because you would think they would do carrot cake, but they did banana bread. Fuck. Yo, but and the display it was like banana bread, but it made a smiley face. It was <laughs> sick, bro. <sighs> I but the fact that I've never been means it's gonna be it's gonna really deliver when I finally go. Well, unfortunately, by the time you ever end up going, it'll be just a shell of of the pure essence of what it was. Like everything was. else, I like to be early, but you know, it, it's it's as long as I get there and there's a you know Roddy Rich performance, you know, and and some streetwear food what, what, collabs. If if they're like, hey, how long gone? Would you be down to rock the pigeons and playing <laughs> stage 
from 11 a.m. to 11.15 a.m. <laughs> Do you guys want to have Roy Choi as the guest on the Pigeons and Planes stage? It'll, it won't. It won't be 11 a.m. to 11. It'll be, it'll be Roy Choi and Jeff Staple. <laughs> it's a symposium about what the future of of sneakers, kimchi, and tech. <laughs> <laughs> we see you guys kind of sitting the intersection of sneakers, kimchi, and tech. No, that's actually interesting because like <laughs> you guys are like kind of the OGs. So like in a way, I look up to you. Um, but now, and then they're like, no, but you're like, you guys are like the gen, like the future, you know, like in a way, like wheelers, we're starting to like look up to you and like, oh, do you mean it, big homie? Oh, that's the. Yeah, OG. I just want to introduce the big <laughs> homie, Jeff Staple. Um, you guys know him from that bird he puts on everything for 20 years. Uh, <laughs> and now uh, we're going to talk about something serious. Um, just. There is a collab with Eames and Reebok, and they did this sneaker, and it was like, it's kind of like minimal. It's like chill. I mean, <laughs> you guys know Eames, right? Like furniture? Because sometimes the collabs are like gnarly. There's like, it's like, cr- like you know the Virgil New Balance, you could blow like a whistle. That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, we made the New Balance, the air rape whistles for New Balance. This is different. You know, sometimes the 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 Margella cum shot elevens, <laughs> the ones that look like you work in a semen factory, <laughs> and then all the semen, all the all the ropes oh dry up God. on the Margellas. Oh, that's my. like one example of being like crazy. But these ones are like chill. What do you think about that, Jeff? <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I actually, um, yeah. They sent me a nine and a half in those, so I actually had to put them on Grail. But you, because I do have a kid that's trying to go to college. Do you so. think that sometimes in fashion, less can be more? <laughs> Whoa! I think I just invented minimalism. This is a good idea. I think we should host the Pigeons and Planes stage at Complex Con. <laughs> And do 15-minute blocks with all the important... What is Pigeons and Planes? It's is... a music site owned by Complex. It's actually a kind of important... It was like an early music blog. What do you think the, where, where do you think that name came from? Hype Beast? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have a meaning. It's no, I, don't, I mean, okay. maybe, maybe... It's probably like, you know, Cannibal Ox lyrics or something. I don't know. Like I, I want I, it to just be some allegory for, about, human, you know, some crazy shit. Well, I mean, we need to get we need to think about our last shows in Chicago, and I want to make sure we get Andrew from Fake Shore on the list. If you know him, you can hit him right. You want to, you, you know, Chris. You can't mention this dusty stuff. All I the heard time. that. I heard that. I heard that Consequence wanted to come through, but I Consequence told, doesn't want to. Come I heard that. I told him the list was full. <laughs> I had, did. Did you listen to Kanye West on on drink? I mean, did you listen to Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye? Bro, West? I read the highlights and Stereo Gum, and that's all I needed because the Big Sean shit had me rolling. <laughs> it's so he's so Kanye West is so fucking funny, so funny when he wants to be. He is a jokester. He'll a lot just of, shit. He'll just shit on people. I mean, I've found that the the people who are the funniest often are a little fat. You know, Kanye's got a little. Whenever. If, the fatter Kanye gets, the funnier he, funnier he gets. It's like Chris Farley. That, Chris Farley on the NPC. I'm a motherfucking monster. <laughs> Imagine. I want to see that. Chris Farley on the stage at the MTV Awards is playing the NPC solo before Pusha T comes out for to do his verse. Yeah, Chris Farley comes out and it goes, bing, bing, bing. 
David Spade's a ballet dancer in the background. <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> that's a great song. That's that. But the interview, I also just, I guess, I didn't watch it, but I guess Nori's really annoying and like kind of fucks it up. But like Kanye's so good and like s- says such wild shit that it almost that doesn't like, matter. That was like me and Mel Ottenberg in New York. Is, <laughs> is what some people have told me. <laughs> like, yeah, he. I think he almost started saying sentences, but then you kept making. I mean, that's. When I when I heard multiple people tell me that, I was like, I guess I drank too much that night. I think you've drank too much every night. That's kind of your thing. Uh, no, I'm drank, I, I drank the perfect amount yesterday. But the problem is, it's just when there's no recovery time, when you just yeah. like go. You feel to, okay. I feel like you feel okay right now. I feel okay. I'm just tired. I'm not hungover. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of a shell of a person at this point. I, I mean, and, but the problem is, when, you're, when you are doing that, when it's like, wake up at five, go to airport, do show, get drunk, go to bed late, wake up at five, go to yeah, airport. And touring. you just do that like five days in a row. You you sort of have to lean on alcohol as the only way that you're going to Continue. like I'm I'm like I'm like physically present and alive, but in order for me to perform, I can't you know, the the only thing I can do is just you know <laughs> don't top off the mic like that that ain't I, I i just have to keep chasing the dragon and then once i get home then i could i think I, I was thinking about this yesterday so we have the show tonight and then we get we have chicago on tuesday and that's the last show and we're doing after party at blind barber where jason's gonna dj yeah go to the blind barber after in chicago but i'm about to dj old music i'm thinking though that even though i'm gonna have to keep traveling i'm gonna go to new york and i'm going to london and stuff i feel like there's gonna be a come down Oh yeah, there's definitely gonna be. I mean, I experienced a, a weird come down, <laughs> um, the, on when we had a week off. When you when you after you saw Dune on ketamine, I did not see Dune. So you're even that week you've experienced a come down. Well, it was it was, the come down was sort of because when it, when you were on tour and you're traveling, you have like a north star guiding yeah. you, or it's like everything that you do is sort of built around this yeah thing that's the most important part of the day. Like the most important part of the day is I'm going to go on stage in front of hundreds of people and do my best to entertain them, give them their money's worth. And that's priority. So yeah. then you have to sort of like, okay, if I'm going to do that, then that's going to affect what I'm going to Everything serves that goal. Yeah. That what I'm going to eat that day, what time I'm going to wake up, what I'm going to wear, you know, what so I'm going to feeling think too about, free about, back about, in about, Glendale. About. Say that again. You're feeling too free black, black, black back in Glendale. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was yeah, I was just sort of like walking around, staring at my like the Quentin Tarantino, just staring at walls. That, that was me. I was just like, well, what am I? I guess I could do email. Uh, I mean, obviously we're we're recording our podcast the whole time, but it was sort of I I, I felt a little bit of a dopamine uh, removal. I needed some five HTP. I, I love this shit. Like I love the travel part of it. It doesn't really bother me. I love this shit. I love this shit. I'm built for the road if it's done a certain way and there's days off and you're not in a van or a bus. You're mostly taking in a plane. Yeah. But I'm, I think I, I, I think the come down is definitely going to happen and it's something that we have to be mindful of and we have to get out ahead of it and make sure that we do whatever it is. So, when when the plane lands, we have a nice smooth one. Okay, I'll I'll talk to some people about what that. I'll talk to some famous artists about that. I think, yeah, I, I asked Diplo how he handles it, and he's like, "You got to do the B twelve shot." But I think with him, he, he just said, doesn't stop. 
Yeah, he's like, look, it's, like, it's very similar to the Mario Lopez. Like, with if, these if people, you can have sex with, if you can have a threesome every night with two racially ambiguous chicks, you'll be fine, bro. You'll be <laughs> look, you're good, man. And if you got Twitch, that's good. It's a secret. It's a secret <laughs> to life. Yeah, I mean, I I do think. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, the DJ lifestyle—you don't really stop. Like, it's easy to not stop. It's like a lifestyle. It's not a tour. No, it's a it's a real like. I mean, uh, Aoki. Those guys can do three or four nights a week. No problem. It's very similar to to the Mario Lopez or whatever. Like, these guys have so many millions of dollars at this point, and they're they're saying yes to so many things. It's just like, okay, you got to do this. You know, they're doing four shows in a day in three different cities on a private plane and do this and this and this and this activation and this sponsored ad. It, and- it's the Vir- it's the Virgil burnout. I think that's why he was like, I, I can't do it anymore. Like I can't have, I can't li- I can't really be in three time zones a day. Right. But the, but why, how can these guys, how can Aoki, well, they'll all burn out eventually. I mean, I think that's the reality. Well, I think that, I, 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 is it. Are they afraid that if they stop going, then it's just yeah, it's totally. Gonna... It's like the Keith Richards thing. If like he stops partying, he'll die. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think to an extent. I also think people just. I think it's more of a like a priorities thing. Like Aoki doesn't have kids. I'm yeah. sure he's just like this is just all I know how to do. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what else I would do. And the money's great. And but... also people like that, and you are, might have a little bit of like the the kind of adrenaline of working all the time is sort of what drives you and it's like your comforting zone it's bad but it's what i have it's bad but i i i'll, I'll never be on that level of of course um but i feel like the whole point is you get to that level where you have money and you have success and you're supposed and you to be able it. to chill and then you can say you know what is it, it fuck you money that's what but i don't that's think what it's about called. i don't think it's about money at that point i think it's about relevancy and like being in the mix yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's the greater fear of like if i take a year off is anybody going to care anymore and i always felt that i would never care about that and i'm totally fine with not being in the mix but now that i've been touching road and touching stage and uh you know we have a big audience of this now i'm starting to understand it more totally. i could i see- mean i saw you go into that birthday party last night and you seem very in the mix very I, mixy i needed to dance to house music all right I saw you lose yourself in the music, and that's when I knew you still wanted to be in the mix, both behind the decks and on the dance floor. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock Going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So, it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long that's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert <laughs> want to make a podcast spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily then distribute it everywhere and even earn money we like that all in one place for totally free it's called spotify for podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcasts subscriptions and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard 
has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Chris. It's Tim time. Let's get into some Timberland talk. How are you? I'm great, man. I was just I was just looking here at uh, the Timberland Green Stride sole on these boots they sent me. It's made from 75% renewable sugar cane and natural rubber, uh, which which does the job of combining eco consciousness and comfort. Okay, that's a that's a very good amount. That's almost that's that's almost one hundred percent. So all that natural rubber, all that sugar cane, that's everything that's renewable. That's going to do a good job as part of Timberland's commitment to make sure their their products are sustainable for a more greener world, uh, with the goal of having a net positive impact on the environment. By 2030, that's positive. That's better than neutral, and much better than negative, of course. Of course, but the, I, I would we'd be remiss not to discuss that the the eco conscious materials that we've we've laid out for you. Uh, also, you know, they look cool. They're rugged, lightweight, and durable. You can go shop the men's and women's green stride collection on Timberland.com. Where you took a little break, I forgot about the rude instant pot collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got reminded the collaboration includes a Pyrex measuring cup, chef's knives, dinnerware, and more. So the instant pot looks kind of sick, bro. And I think it's a perfect collaboration. Do you? Because instant pots are just repurposed, rebranded technology. It's it's a pressure cooker that they gave a a better a name creative to. agency. You know, a bunch of money to create this. If you could, you know what? This is a great idea. If you're Ruigi and you have a hot brand, all the rappers like Jay Z and Gerald Easy are rocking. What would your kitchen collab be if it was a them jeans could do any kitchen collab? (laughs) If my name was Ruigi Stewart, if your name was Ruigi Stewart, that that name is so fucked up. Tudley Ruigi Stewart. Ruigi. Ruigi. What would it? What would it be? What would it be? Would you be? Would you do a? I mean, Vitamix? Would it be a a pan? Would it be a nonstick? Would it be a baking sheet? A these Pyrex are, bowl? <clears throat> these are all pretty good. I think what I would like to do, you know, the Vitamix. It's kind of it's it's a little too hot right now. It's a little too easy. But I feel like the Vitamix is kind of the Kleenex of the game. Like it's it's the it, it hangs it jersey hangs forever. Yeah, but the difference is Kleenex is a product that everyone can afford, and the Vitamix is a ridiculous purchase. Are you? Oh, so are you a broke boy KitchenAid type? Well, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm saying it's like everyone buys the 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 Vitamix because they have convinced themselves that I do so much blending in my life <laughs> that I need yo my yo yo cost, yo bro. I really be blending. I though. need my blender to cost six hundred dollars. You know, I thought it was four hundred. There's there's different models, um, and you shouldn't get them used. If you want to, if you want one, get one refurbished on Amazon. That's the best way to do it. But I knew you didn't pay full price. <laughs> but I would I would probably do a classic Cuisinart food processor. Nice, a, a time old classic that has sort of become the the industry standard for a prosumer. That's a tasteful choice, and I respect you for that. Has That's a nice, nice kind of off-white cream color. How much would that cost? Those are like two, two hundred bucks, something like that. Very democratic. So you can get you can so you could get the them jeans Cuisinart food processor. Let's say two fifty because we're going to use some nice paper on the. We're going to change the packaging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the unboxing experience is going, but to let, be it wouldn't be a logo elevated. treatment. It would just be a color treatment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. And there would maybe be a little 
on the underside, you know, mm-hmm. like a, a Tom Sachs style signature, you know, that that's, you know, just to authenticate it. Of course. Yeah. I, Hand numbered. There would be fakes, of course. Uh, so it's it's smart to. We need to get out ahead of this. We thing. need to get out ahead of. We heard <laughs> we heard China fired up the factories when they heard them jeans was collaborating with Cuisine Art. Yeah, and- I got. Uh, if you if you want to not have an aneurysm, don't look at Alibaba right now. <laughs> Jason, it's Chris. Don't look at Alibaba right now. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't look at Alibaba. I did it. I looked at it. I looked at it. <laughs> I think that the um, I think that that's a that's cool. That's a good answer. So the 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 them jeans food processor is something we're manifesting. That's right. Yeah, Cuisinart, and also Cuisinart. What a cool name. Very cool name. It, it looks exactly like it sounds too, which is surprising. And it's also it, it, it's perfect for an elitist streetwear collab. Because it's a word that not everyone can pronounce, mm-hmm. so you feel like you're on the inner circle if mm-hmm. you look at this word. And Wait, now like, oh, is this, this a three way collaboration with you and Pleasures, or is this just you? Those they might get involved a little bit, but I think this is. I I would love it to just have have it be a hero, TJ Hero product. Okay, just at this time. Yeah, at this time, just That's- for where we're at as a brand right now, and I, I speak for them jeans as the as the uh, chief. And I think your opinion is super important. But just at this time, I'm the kind chief. Of where we're at, I'm with the chief everything. brand officer of them jeans collaboration arm, and we're just going to pump the brakes a little right now. We got a little too much stuff out there. CB is my CBO. We got a little too much stuff out there, um, and mm-hmm. you know we just, we just need to pump the brakes. The, the Hello Kitty stuff's taking up a lot of time. Sometimes with collaborating, the art of saying no is one of the hardest things. Maybe that's life's greatest collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> because like I'm, I've been like getting all these messages like tj we got to do my chicken katsu my chicken katsu sando what do it ha- like what like do kidding. it where at the crib <laughs> where do you do it no this i'm just doing a bit oh i'm sorry and they're like yo we wanted i'm just thinking of food collabs you know what i hate jason sando the word i also don't like they the word sandwich sando. you fucking losers it, it it reeks of Australian is the problem. It's taken over though. It's like a, it's like a, I feel like it's a word I would see in a menu. Yeah, it's like it has it has wine mom, like wine teen energy. I don't. I really don't like it. But I, I I do like this this collaboration idea. I think we could maybe get this going. Yeah, it'll be. T- I mean, me, Emily Oberg. These are the kind of names that this I will be talk to. For. I'll talk to Ruigi and see what the numbers were on the institute. Just to understand kind of where the marketplace is kind of level expectations before we go into the what meeting. i think i'm 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 gonna probably politely decline the advance in in hopes of getting more on the back end you want points. more points on the back end of the more points because well, i'm feel confident that i'll be able to move units now are we gonna do is this gonna be like signings at sur la table and stuff or are we gonna think of outside the box you know is this gonna be more of like a you and wolfgang puck hamming it up at spago Ooh. selling the cuisinart out the back jason i've been using this cuisinart <laughs> <laughs> ever since you was in diapers yeah i think uh, obviously sir latob is going to be great and i'm i want to do the whole activation where i have one of those microphones mm-hmm. that's kind of taped what, to the what side i of can my do neck. for what i can do for you as the chief brand officer is i'm going to get in touch with the dean deluca parent company see if we could do a dean deluca holiday pop-up mm-hmm. where you're the where the Dim jeans, cuisine art, food processor. I'm open to a raw space. Yeah, is the is yeah. It's a raw space, but it, we can like 
get that like New York vibe. Like, remember when Felicity went there on her show? It's Yo, like, NYC vibes. We can get some NYC vibes going for you. I think it'd be. <laughs> I think that would be cool. And then maybe something outdoor at the Grove. Oh yeah, Cali outdoor. I like. I uh, for our listeners, um, you know, this is just a real tantalizing episode so far. This is, you know, because people are like, hey, we love your podcast and, you know, the ones with the guests are good, but my favorite is just you guys talking and bullshitting. And then normally we are very good at doing that. But right now, you know, I'm, I, I have to admit I'm not really bringing much to the table mentally because well, I'm to, here to carry you to the top as usual. I'm saving my all my fire for the stage. You're just, not supposed just, to say that. Well, I, I'm saying it unfortunately <laughs> i got and like we were talking about before you have to build your whole day around do you think ellen does this? the top priority yeah for sure you i mean she, i don't know if she's a virgo like me but i you know i need solitude to recharge before i hit the stage no i understand that i understand that and i need solitude to recharge as well and that's why i had an hour to myself this afternoon yeah and i'm here with bay and this is she this yesterday was the first live podcast where she was in the audience mm. it was a little because alex she was there in new york right mm. the first one is always you tough for both because i'm sure if, i was wondering for her she, it's kind of like these guys they do this little fucking podcast i hope tj gets a job soon like, she's still saying that it doesn't matter how many I know. Are there. so and, I, and i'll be like yeah we sold out and we're doing this and we're doing this and she's like that's so great you know but she doesn't know like she's still in the back of her mind it doesn't know what exactly to expect when she goes to see a well, based on that, that outfit that she wore last night she wanted people to know who she was mm-hmm. the first lady of podcasting i felt like motherfucking barack yeah i brought she had her she had her michelle swag on last this night is, uh, michelle I uh, understand this is a Chanel two-piece <laughs> skirt suit. God damn it. It's vintage. I, uh... <laughs> Michelle, you got me sprung. <laughs> um, no, I was not smoking, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, so it, 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 like for me, it's it's always like, oh my God, is she going to see what we're doing live in per, in, in front of yeah. all these people and be like, I'm never sucking his dick again, or you know the metaphor, metaphorical, metaphorical version of that. Sure. And then there, and then also like, oh, am I going to go and like all of the fans in the crowd are going to be like ugly and shitty, and and I'm going to have to be like, well, my life partner's business, customer base is bad, and that's like I'm still going to rock with them. He's my best friend. But I don't know if you guys. I'm going to look friends, at you a little bit. That's another podcast. But I think that. Um, I think that. Well, that is a fear. And but, I'm like, am I going to say some shit that she's going to be like? Uh, I didn't know this is what you guys talked about, and we need to have a talk about <laughs> she, us moving she's forward. She's like, Jason, look, I I didn't know you were going to talk about jerking off on a scale to see if you lost weight after <laughs> completion. I didn't know if you were going to do that, and now that you did it, I can't look at you the same. Measuring for weight and measuring for volume are two very different things. <laughs> Ask my man Kenji about that. <laughs> Kenji is like, no, no, no. We can't do it by volume. We have to do it by weight. And the cum is going to be in grams, 
Not ounces. You've got you've not lost cups. You've lost me. I don't know how the kitchen works. You know, your boy would be creating many milliliters of products. I understand that. But I know I think it I think that that is a, a, a fear and I also think it's like it just compounds the the pressure of a live performance. That's all. It's it's one more thing to have in the back of your but head. But I felt pretty loose last night. I feel like you did too before. Yeah, 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 for sure. For L- sure. New York, I was fucking you're a little nervous. I mean, it's just like I don't know, man. It's so weird. You just know it's a lot of people. You have an NYC complex, though. Well, because it's the only performance that matters. <clears throat> Maybe you put too much weight in the people of New York and their. No, opinions. it's not even the people of New York. I think it's just like it's sold out well beforehand. Like mm-hmm. you hear, it's also like a venue where you can like hear it. It's popping out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not like sequestered. Of, like of last all night, the zits on your back, this one was throbbing the most. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's about the soft services. It's it's. <laughs> It's going, you know, it's rumbling out there. Mm, You know, people mm -hmm. are. The stage is set. Yeah, that's all. But I mean, look, maybe that's the case tonight in San Francisco on a Sunday night at 7 p.m. I like that we have an early show. Jason and I are going to take our fixies down there. We're stopping at Blue Bottle for a couple. We're just going to keep bombing hills until we're at the venue. (laughs) Bro, I don't know which way it is, but (laughs) if we just keep going down, we're going to find it. You can only bomb hills here. Um, But yeah, but. Luckily, the show went well, and and my girlfriend was like, "Wow, I'm proud of you. You guys did a great job. It was cool." There's, she was drunk when she said it. There's but... lots of women in the crowd, and that was good. Some of them were were attractive, and that was also good. You know, couldn't couldn't have done it any better. But the problem is now tonight we're in San Francisco, and her brother is getting married here in a couple of days. So some so so some of the family is going to be coming to the live show, and that one is going to be a little little bit different. Well, you just can't expect them to get it. It's fine. You know, like people... Pe- well, I mean, but also, maybe I, I'm, a, I'm not expecting anything because what if they do like it and they do, do get it and they're like, oh, you guys are pretty funny, actually. And I understand what you do more and I get it because you see people in the crowd laughing or clapping or smiling. That's true. You have some and that, that's where That's versus, where it makes it different. Because, versus listening. Yeah. Uh, the, like with old people, um, you either need to have the live thing to feel it or it has to be on tv or in a newspaper mm, that's true like otherwise like the podcast space is so virtual it's just like hey i they, got i got this um a retweet from this person they don't really check out this blogs, episode. Like, oh, yeah, great. versus like oh new york times did an article you're about saying us. grandma doesn't read gawker exactly exactly like I, I always used to say i'd be like hey mom i'm like djing now and like I'm going, I was featured on this web. Uh, Pigeon and planes. Mixmag did put my picture up, and you know, blah blah blah. And they did this, and then she'll be like, "Okay, good." And then, <laughs> and then when I would DJ in Orange County, and then like the little classified ads in the back of the newspaper that would just be like the venue that I was doing a show, like a at. listing, basically. Yeah, just a listing of fifty shows, and then like one little tiny half of an inch square just says like. June nineteenth, them jeans. She'd be excited about. She'll that. be like, "Oh, rip it, rip, go buy the newspaper, cut it out," like, because they don't understand that, you know, pigeons and planes is a fucking bigger <laughs> deal than. Being they'll know. The they'll know when mom. we do complex con. Um. All right, so we have to go to the show in San Francisco. Uh, we get to go to the, the show independent in tonight. Um, we are in Chicago at Shuba's sold out on Tuesday the ninth after party at blind barber uh with all the the gang uh from from chicago with dj them jeans on the wheels of steel a la mix master mike and and, we, and also on tuesday 
we uh, keep your eyes peeled on our social media accounts because we will be releasing a new uh, piece of merchandise for yeah the, as, for the winter months. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's a tour, it's a tour finale gift to you, the listener, that you are able to purchase. That it's a uh, gray champion hooded sweatshirt with the classic collegiate gone logo in white. Mm-hmm. Um, something nice. it's it's it, I would call it a seasonless garment. I would call it perennial, even. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that will be uh on our on our website on Tuesday. Uh, we're looking at you know midday. Uh, but um. Thank you guys for listening. Thank Kelly you guys. Time. Honestly, LA was amazing. Seattle was amazing. San Francisco is going to be okay. Chicago will be amazing. Sorry um, that I was brain dead today when we were recording, but the next episode will I'll probably be more brain dead. But then the one after that, back to business. It's looking up. Business. It's looking up. <laughs> no, uh, thank you all for listening. How long gone? Uh, and um, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>